Good morning, and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. So get in the Word of God and talk about and allow it to change our lives. We've been talking about faith, and I'd like to suggest that if you walk by faith, or we have the noun version, if you're a faith walker, you'll see things others don't see. I used to think, you know, atheists used to say to me that they just don't see it. They don't see any evidence of God. And I'd often think, you're not being honest. If you tell me you don't see enough evidence to convince you, maybe I'd believe you. But if you say you see no evidence, I say, you're not being honest. But then I began to think they are telling the truth. Because in fact, people without faith, there is a blindness. Why is that? There are actually two worlds around us. There is the physical world and there is the spiritual world. People who have faith see things in the spiritual world. People who don't have faith don't see it. They might look at the exact same thing, the exact same data. They walk in the same places, but they don't see things that those of faith see. Jesus said in John chapter 11, verse 40, he said to uh, Lazarus' sister Mary, I believe it was, he said, did I not say to you that if you believe, you'll see the glory of God? You see, he gets the right order here. The world says, unbelievers say, skeptics say, if I see it, I'll believe it. God says, if you believe it, you'll see it. I have people come and say to me, if God would come down and stand right before me, I'd believe him. I'd say, well, no, if God stood right before you, first of all, you go blind because he shines brighter than the noonday sun. And secondly, he'd fall to his feet as a dead man. And yes, yes, you will believe when you see him, but it will be too late. But even then, Jesus pointed out that the unbelievers, even when Jesus rose from the dead, they wouldn't believe it because faith so often, it isn't just, it has to do with the heart. It has to do with the will. And this is so important, even as we talk to people who struggle with receiving the truth found in God's word, is it's not an intellectual exercise. Now, that's a part of it. You've got to have understanding and knowledge and information, but it's a matter of the will. You'll never convince a person who doesn't want to be convinced. You'll never be a pers- convince a person of God's existence if they don't want to believe there's a God. It's a matter of the will far more than a matter of the intellect. But I'm talking to people here who do believe. I'm talking to you, you, you who believe, and we want to be growing in our faith. We'd, we want to have clear vision. We don't want to have clouded vision. We don't want to have, uh, we, don't, we don't want to have, you know, where like with my physical eyes, I can't see quite well without my glasses anymore. We want to have clear vision, 2020 spiritual vision. We want to be able to see what God has for us. Let's talk about this idea of faith walkers, those who walk by faith, as it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. Let's talk about faith walkers in this area of of seeing. Let's begin here with what is the definition of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. This is the difference. People who are of the world walk by sight. People who are of God, certainly they see things, 
but they also believe they have a conviction of things that are true that are not seen. We realize like, we realize like Jesus said to Thomas, do you believe because you've seen, do you believe blessed are they who have not seen and yet believe? And this is what we want to be. This faith, it goes on in Hebrews 11 verse two, for by it, by faith, men of old gained approval. We're going to be looking at some of those here in just a second. But he goes on then in verse 6, Without faith it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Yesterday, today, if you didn't see yesterday's video, make sure you watch it. Go, Just go to Tom the Preacher online on um, YouTube here and look for, you know, look, look at my page there and look at yesterday's video, Why Faith is So Important to God. It's important because in the history of the world, our first parents, Adam and Eve, and all of us since, have chosen to give confidence to what the serpent says, Satan, the serpent, what he says, rather than what God says. And that's an offense to God. It's a sin against God to, to, to basically call God a liar. Well, whether they know it or not, most people are not that brazen as to do that like Satan was. But we want to be careful in our lives. God values faith. It's more, it's believing him. It's trusting him. And God throughout scripture, God has been able to use people with big flaws, big problems, big character needs, big, big sins in their life. If they were men or women of faith. Let's look at some of them right here. We start off by faith. We under, with us, a general thing, verse three, by faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. We start right off in the creation and God points out, hey, what, everything you can see now was not made out of things that could be seen. This is the foundation of creation. And this is the foundation. We believe this and a person of faith this is a starting point. God existed, God created, and God. there's an invisible God who made the world. The starting point, lots of times we say the starting point really is faith in Jesus. I would say it has to go back even a step further, that there is a God that you cannot see who made a world that you can see, but behind that is the invisible God. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death. We're gonna. It's you're gonna be surprised in this chapter, the great chapter, Hebrews eleven, how often the word "see" or "visible" or something related to our sight comes up. Because remember, faith is the conviction of things not seen, and yet we're going to see how they saw things. Let's go from Enoch, who walked with God, and yet he never saw death. It says back to Hebrews Noah. By faith, Noah, being warned by God about things not seen. He'd never seen a flood. Some people think they'd never even seen a rainstorm yet. I don't know. But he'd been warned about things not seen. A judgment that was coming that was beyond what, beyond description. It, wouldn't, it was beyond anything that Noah could, could, could explain intellectually. But God warned them. He'd never seen it, but it was coming. And he responded to that. And so in reverence, he prepared an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world and became the heir 
of the righteousness which is according to faith. Brothers and sisters, I think we have judgment coming our way in ways that maybe we've never imagined and never seen, but will we believe what our God tells us about coming judgment? Abraham, I'm just going to run through a bunch of the others for the sake of time here. And there's so many. Abraham, it says, went out. He left his land and went to a new new place for Abraham was looking. There we have it, another word, looking for a city which whose architect and builder is God. He, he By faith, he saw something. And so he left his land and he went to this new land and became the father of faith and the friend of God. By the patriarchs saw the promises of God. It says they saw them from afar and they welcomed them and they searched after them. This is a great section from Moses. If I could just read Moses in verse 26, I'll start with verse 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden. There, hidden. There again, another one you can't see. Hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he grown up, refused to be called the, the, the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Why? Because he considered the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Oh, what a what a story. What a what a brilliant, beautiful picture of a man who wasn't living for what he could get on this earth, but the treasures of God he was after. Because he saw he was surrounded by the treasures of Egypt. He was surrounded by the passing pleasures of sin. He was surrounded by what his eyes could see. But he was a man of faith, and he saw something. He endured as seeing. He was looking to the reward. And it goes on in verse 27. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Wow, not fearing what people in authority would say about him, not fearing what powerful people do to him and say about him. He wasn't afraid of that. How could he endure? For he endured as seeing him who is unseen. What a powerful, powerful idea this is. My friends, do you see the unseen God? Now, we don't see him visibly. We see him with the eyes of faith. We believe him with the eyes of faith. To us, he's as real as the room we're sitting in or the chair you're sitting in or you, because with our spiritual eyes, we see God and we live in light of that. And others around us don't. Unbelievers don't. Some, some of our Christian brothers and sisters have very little faith and they're not living really any differently or thinking any differently. They believe Jesus saves them. They've asked to go to heaven. They want to go to heaven. But when it comes down to their practical life, they're not living much different than those who live their whole life based on what they can see. We have an evidence that they can't see. We have a belief in a God that's not visible, but we see him. And our lives make it clear, like the patriarchs, we endure, we make decisions because we see him who's unseen. We, we, we understand there's, we walk with a God we, and we, we, set, we set our eyes on the city whose architect and builder is God. We see things they don't see. Well, then finally, we're instructed in Hebrews 12 and verse 2. Therefore, run the race with endurance. How do you do that? 
How do we do that? Run the race with endurance, Hebrews 12, verse 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. My friends, we are called to see Jesus. Now we see him exalted. We see him lifted up. We see him seated at the right hand of God. We set our eyes on him. We set our hope on him. We live for the day when we will see him face to face. Oh, imagine what that will be like. See it now. See it now. See it in your mind's eye. Believe it now and live your life today in light of that day. That's how we endure. That's how we run the race. That's how we make sure we don't get off track. That's how we make sure we don't get wiped out spiritually. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you for your plan, your ways. We praise you. You're not a God who just spells it all out for us to see with our physical eyes, but you call us to be spiritual people and to walk in faith, to see the one who's unseen, to fix our eyes and our hope on Jesus, who to, who's not visible today unless we have the eyes of faith and we see you're seated at the right hand of God on high. Jesus, we believe you are the victor. We believe you're triumphant. We believe you call us into your victory. Today, might we walk in it. Oh, give us your strength. Give us grace. Give us faith. Might you help us today to tune out the distractions of the world that can be so disturbing. And so they can rob us of peace. They can be so stressful. And might we find the peace of God because we believe and we see him who is unseen. We bless and praise you in Jesus' name, and we give you glory and praise. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen? Hey, I'm so glad you're here with me. Isn't this wonderful to get in the Word of God? If you've stuck with me through the last 15 minutes, I hope you've enjoyed what we've heard. We come here every day on YouTube. This is a live stream. You can watch later in the day because it's recorded. You can listen on the podcast if you like. We come every day to talk about the Word of God, to be encouraged by it, to reshape our minds and re renew our minds by the Word of God and to reshape our values and to be inspired. I don't know about you. If I don't get daily input, it's hard for me to walk that day as God wants. I need, the, this is our spiritual food. It makes us strong. And so I hope you come and join us every day. These are times that can help you. If you're new, welcome. I hope you like, subscribe, notify, leave a comment, and share with your friends. To all you who are here regularly, I am so glad you're here, and I love you guys. I do want to make mention of our conference called Faith Walkers. If you're interested, it's December 28th through 31, where we talk about faith. We'll be talking about our walk with God and our victory in Christ. It's down in Black Mountain, North Carolina, near Asheville, and you're all welcome. You can find out more information at faithwalkersconference.com, and I hope you consider coming, okay? So until we meet tomorrow, I love you. I, God bless you. God strengthen you. Walk by faith. Oh, God, open our eyes today. Amen? All right. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.